Cthulhu, listen. I don't tell you whose minds to break and who's not, and where to feed off of your madness. So I don't much appreciate you telling me where to feed off of my fear. whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Always best to stay within the light, traveler. Because you know, those pesky demons and monsters, they like to conceal themselves in the shadows before they bite you. How you doing there, sir, Sinner? I hope you're well today. Oh, pretty good this morning. Good to hear. Good to hear. Well, anything interesting happened while I was out hunting, sir? As of today? Well, just in general. <laughs> yeah, today. Tomorrow. Or, or yesterday, I mean. Whenever. Meow. You can have some celebratory smoke. Mmm, I have it ready. What's the celebratory smoke for? Kumo resigned. Quick, pull the party poppers out. He's resigning, huh? So what you're telling me is, is it only took all of that. Yep. Just to get him, oh, yeet, sir. It only took all of that to get him to resign. Just, you know, basically throwing everything ever, period, at him. Oh, that, watching the interview, it was fucking hilarious. It, it ended up being not weird, I'm just Italian. Like, it, way to throw the entire, an entire population under the fucking bus, Kumo. Good job. Huh. He's trying to make it into a racist thing. Like, oh, I, I kiss all my friends, and then I grab their tits afterwards. It's just a social thing I do, huh? <laughs> you, you don't got... I grope them all. <laughs> this is how we do. Listen, 
I do it to my brother. When I go in for an interview, I grab me a handful of spaghetti and meatball. I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? Okay, it's, I do it to everyone I know. With the women, I get the cantaloupe. With the men, I get the spaghetti and meatball. Apparently, that's his reason, which is fucking hilarious. Like, it, why would you even say that? Oh, I got a good one on this story. You know, just because I was gone doesn't mean I wasn't looking. Oh, I thought I heard a portal rip open out there in the woods. Hey, welcome to Campfire there, Full Spectrum. Hope you're well, sir. You know, um, that's my good buddy, Full Spectrum. He keeps he he watches the the gears, of the cosmos. You know, keeps things spinning on track, as it were. He's come to me. He's told me, "Hey, man, things are fucked up right now, and things are looking grim." And I said, "Uh oh, well, it's time to get to cleaning." And hey, there, Full Spectrum. Hope you're doing well, sir. What's up, guys? Dark Bear Center. How's everybody doing? Man, I'm just coming off my five day event, and I've got. I Tons of energy, bro. Tons. So I, I'm here. I'm I, here to play. Yeah, but we'll play, man. I seen your five day event, dude. It was nice. I stopped in here and there and just kind of listened. I didn't want to be a distraction, but very good event, dude. Very intriguing stuff. I enjoy your content quite a bit, sir. If you haven't checked out Full Spectrum on YouTube, I would. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was it was exceptional. Like that, that we touched people and that was the focus right we yeah. were asking for donations too because we didn't want to charge for a five-day event like that but we did very well on both ends of the spectrum so it was a really great event man it was dude i i loved what i saw of it man i'm gonna have to go back and watch more but it was really really good you're you're pretty handy on that youtube i'll tell you Thanks, what. but don't worry we're gonna cut it up into segments so you don't have to sit through 11 hours each day of <laughs> what it may be, you know, I try and find. Hey, man. <laughs> I know how it is. Me and Center, we used to do when we very. You know, Spectrum, you were there when we very first started out. Me and Center used to do five-hour-long political gangbang shows. You remember those? Those are so much fun, though. They really are, like <laughs> because it goes. It literally is like an eclectic space where you touch on so many different topics that. You, know, you can't even tell which spot was the best segment because there's so much greatness in all of it. Like, I love that. I love those tirades, bro. Those are the best. They're emotional. You know, you really feel the person saying. <laughs> it gets to get to be a lot. Yeah, for sure, man. It is a lot of fun. You know, so me and me and Sarah are talking about oh, our good old buddy, Kumo. After all of this, Andrew Cuomo is finally resigning. We're, th we're having a little bit of a party. You know what I'm saying? What I'd really like to see is for him to go to... Pro God damn. Prophecy crows. Those mother... I hate them motherfuckers, man. What I'd really like to see is for these... For, these, uh, for, for Cuomo to go to prison. Specifically for murder. Well, I'll tell you one thing, right? There was a resounding sigh of relief, because you know I live in New York, when this guy got, basically, when they first brought the allegations, people were like, okay, cool, like, is he going to step down? And then he was yeah. like, nah, I'm not going to do that. So oh, he, he not only said he wasn't going to do it, he said he was going to rerun, if you oh, remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So then he decides to resign. And it's like, oh, thank God. But, mm-hmm. but, and this is going to be a hard but because you're going to look at me like, why would you even say that, right? I'm not defending his actions. I'm not defending anything he did. But the woman that's going to be coming in after him is a straight communist. And there's a reason why. If Let's put it this way. If, he, if Cuomo aligned with the left as much as he should have, it wouldn't have taken him out. Letitia James would have been told to stand down, and it would have been a wrap. But they can't put policies together in New York like they would everywhere else, like California with Gruesome Newsome and some of the other guys, because Cuomo isn't as liberal as they would like him to be. He still has a shred of individual rights. A shred, not much. Not much. But a shred is still too much for their taste. Exactly. So they had to get rid of him. And they, this, was a, this was game plan, my friend. This was point proven, planned, and done. Like, that was it. it. I could tell you wholeheartedly, I know that, because I can see the inner workings on how they do their things, how they maneuver. This stinks of getting him out of power because he was somewhat of a roadblock to their completely communist agenda. Exactly. Well, you know, I got a list here I got uh, that I think will give... Center, a pretty good laugh. Are you ready to brace yourself, Center? I did this just for you. Because I know how much you love love lists of people's naughty things. <laughs> so, 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 so. After so, so, so much patting himself on the back while killing a bunch of old people, releasing a book about how great of a governor of New York he is and how great he is, you know, and how how amazing his response to the Kofufu was. And after hiding the real numbers to deal with the nursing home deaths and after, what was it? beginning off like seven or seven accusers which very quickly became 11 accusers came out and were like oh this guy is sexually uh harassing people okay after 11 of them yeah yeah and and announced that and he point blank said i won't step down and then he said i plan on running again actually that's how confident he was in his abilities and while all this is going on he he says that he's going to run again and then finally after now the this is a report that i hey you be good crazy kane i hope you're having a wonderful time um this is a report that I seen was that apparently thirty women so far have come forward. <laughs> thirty women. Like Jesus. He's a serial toucher. Yeah, we're not talking about lucky charms, ladies and gentlemen. He actually. This man's not going to ball to like put them down on national TV and like make them look like they were crazy. Like the day after that report came out, he was like, I didn't do that. They're making something out of nothing. And uh, mm-hmm. if I uh, had a chance to, uh, I'm a, uh, if anything is wrong, I'm uh, over, I'm overly Italian. 
No, you're half Jewish, first off. And I'm Italian. I don't go around kissing people's faces like that. What are you, like, really? Do you grab your guy friends by the crotch when you when you say hello? Only when I really like. Them. Only when I really like. Them. That's the side. Only when I, really I walk up and grab a handful and be like, "Nice, nice, nice." While staring directly into their eyeballs. Nice. Well, party. you got to be looking right in the eyes. Uh, otherwise, it doesn't mean anything, right? You want it to be into. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point. Either that, yeah, it's that's like funny. when you're Eiffel towering and you make eye contact. There is a mandatory high five statue that has to happen. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Kumo, go ahead, Center. Mandatory. Oh. I, I, I can't help but think, like, when you said that on the news, like, every collective Italian that lives in New York was like, hey, don't lump us in with you. <laughs> we all went, hey, oh, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Hey, oh, Ooh. you know. <laughs> You're giving us a bad fucking name here. What are you doing? Come on, we're going to come by your house, and we're just going to cut off your meatballs. <laughs> Do you know that so, Cuomo isn't actually his like real family's name, right? Like they picked that up later on. Just like De Blasio was Warren mm-hmm. Wilhelm Jr. That's not uh, De Blasio's his name. He changed his name after a sex scandal with his partner. Like <laughs> fucking, these guys are crazy. Uh, snakes. Am I mm-hmm. right? I mean, snakes. Hey, Patriots. Welcome to Campfire. Good, always good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Be careful sitting in those shadows. Sometimes they get hungry. But, you know, well, here's the thing. From, like, the 70s and 80s. Yeah, that, like, maybe from the 70s and 80s, that might have been okay. But nowadays, not so much. When but, Bell you know, back in, Yeah. But also, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, women were treated pretty differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. um, yes. so, <laughs> yep. so pennies on a dollar, get in that yeah. kitchen. That was, the, that was the mentality back then. Yeah. And you know, I'm, you know, here's what I'm saying. Boy, Kumo got caught doing a whole bunch of real nasty shit. The evidence must be pretty damning at this point. You know what I'm saying? For him to be so willing at this point after doubling down constantly, Time and time again, after doubling down on the nursing home deaths, after doubling down on releasing a book about how great of a governor he was during the Kofufu, and then after doubling down after sexual uh, accusations, they had a hundred thrown at him. eyewitness accounts and seventy-four pieces of viable evidence. Seventy-four. Mm. He's just doing it in his office on his desk for that much evidence. Like he, I told you he's got the red button. They said his lawyer told him to step down. It'd be in his best interest. Yeah, like I bet they did. He would have been impeached desk the Oval If he was peached, it would have made the whole Democratic Party look bad. That's why they told them, step the fuck down, and we're going to literally end everything. Your book deal's gone. Everything's going to go out the window. And he still has a viable chance to run for president, and he's thinking about it. Oh, disgusting. So, disgusting. If you vote somebody like his dumbass into office, like they deserve to rot, 
I'll say this. Then Denny's gonna have international power to grab women by the foot. I'll say this. At least it was not condoning his actions, but at least he went for women of age, unlike the commander and creep who literally does it on camera with children. Like But but like you said, the reason they're willing to throw him under the bus so much is because he has some morality to it. You see what I'm saying? They're full spectrum. He Absolutely. has some morality to it. And because of that, they're willing to throw him under the bus to make somebody with less morality take his place. It shows how how pathological and how set they are in turning us into a communist nation. Well, you know, I before we get too far away from, from our, our good friend Kumo, I don't know if you guys seen this yet because I just seen it before the show this morning. But um, apparently there was a Fox News reporter that found uh, Kumo's, you know, CNN brother. And <laughs> fa- did you see that, dude? He wanted to, like, beat him up. He, was like, <laughs> he didn't beat him up or anything, dude. It was so fucking funny. He was like, hey, uh, are you still advising your brother? And Kumo just won't answer him. Just won't answer him. He's like, you think that's a conflict of interest? You know, asking all the real shitty, obvious questions. Did he that call him Fredo too, thinking it was his real name? Did you see that one? No. Oh, I haven't seen that one. But dude, he so he's asking him all the real obvious questions that need to be asked, and he's following him on his way to his truck, and you can tell that he's getting pissed off, getting asked these questions, but he knows if he acts reacts poorly he's fucked so he has to react calmly and he can't answer the question because the only way he can answer the question is to lie and so the the ironic part about it is is he just tells the guy walking to the truck he's like I know you have a job you have to do and I respect you for it and the guy's just like thanks I appreciate it now let me keep asking you all these shitty questions <laughs> <laughs> that was so fucking good, God. That was, that was so, so satisfying. Funny. Oh, God, no, I was so satisfying. He was having none of that shit. The look on his face made it all worth it because you you knew they cornered him. Yeah. Like they waited for his ass specifically just to fucking. He was alone <laughs> in everything. Fredo said no comment because he's been accused of the same shit. Just swept under the rug. He's not a politician. So CNN people were like, don't worry, we'll pay you a couple hundred to get the fuck out of here. See you. Pat him on the ass, and there they go. Well, see, that's the whole thing right there, is is some people's loyalty can be bought, right? And the idea was is that we we wouldn't allow politicians whose morality was so poor that they would allow themselves to be bought into power. That was the idea. And sadly, it seems quite the opposite nowadays. It seems like those are the only, those are the people that have the most power, the people who have been bought, be it by another politician, be it by a shadow hand of the government, or even be it by heaven forbid, worst case scenario, a foreign interest like China that's trying to rip our country apart from within. China. China. And see, that makes me... There's how we can piss China off just to keep them on their toes and just constantly irritated. We'll just, like, never say... Like, do like Arkansas does. Is It's illegal to say Arkansas improperly. You can't call them Arkansas or they get real angry. 
Every time we say China, you just have to China. China. Just to irritate the shit out of them. Because you know they're going to be like, no, it's not China. It's China. China. We need to start calling it the Hundred Acre Woods. (laughs) (laughs) If if Biden ever goes over to actually visit the Chinese president or whatever he wants to call himself, just as he's getting off Air Force One, we need a food. We need a (laughs) I would love that, dude. Hey, Miss Lady Bomber. Hey, listen there. He you comes those down Air Force One looking like Christopher Robbins. Yeah, that would be hilarious. I'd die laughing. I wouldn't be oh, able to wow. do a show Lady anymore Bomber's because here? I'd be dead. What's up, Lady Bomber? Wow, yeah. I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> I love Miss Lady Bomber. She always comes around when things are starting to get politically charged up so that she can drop facts like the mag carpet bomber she is. Listen, if you're out there trying to spread some misinformation, you better stay out of Miss Lady Bomber's sights. Because I'm telling you, she plays Scorched Earth Campaign. Scorched Earth Campaign. So, needless to say, after all that, that's that's everything it took to get Kumo to decide to step down. Okay? And I think that this is kind of a real good point to prove of how big of a fight it's going to be as it's proven that the election was tampered with. I mean, I'll I'll at least give him he's got the resilience to fact, you know, it took half the New York State to come out and say he touched them before he finally decided, you know, maybe this is a bit much. Half of New York State? I mean, at the the rate he was like half the women in New York were just like, yeah, he touched me. Like, he can't, he yeah, walked down the street and just all of a sudden, bam, he had my tit in his hand. Like, it was just, it just happened. <laughs> and then he, he muttered something in Italian at me. He just walked by, he just walked by, hey, the nice tit you got there. What was it, Patriots? Did you watch that uh, video at Snoopy? Yeah, man. Yeah, I did. Dude, there is a lot of stuff going on with the election process, you know what I'm saying here? That looks uh, highly suspicious. And we're going to talk about that here in just a little bit. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Mike Lindell before we do. Now, before I talk about him, I I just want to go ahead and say, He's not a sponsor of the Dark Woods, and I'm personally offended at that. But that's okay. I get it. He's a busy guy. <laughs> I've heard his name before. Isn't that the My Pillow guy? Yeah, that's the My Pillow guy. I love him. Hey, welcome, Coltrane. Hope you're doing well. That's the My Pillow guy. Listen, I'm just saying, if if he wants to be a sponsor of the Dark Woods, I will happily take a My Pillow. Same with full about. spectrum universe, bro. That guy's a beast. Yeah, beast. he is a beast. Uh, so Mike Lindell has been in the news a bit here and there, and depending on who you watch, depends on what you hear as normal, right? That's that's the normal mantra nowadays. Is depends on who you watch, it depends on what you hear, and uh, so MSNBC. Let me make sure. Yeah, MSNBC had a story on him uh, that now 
I just want to go ahead and touch that the way you can find this story if you are interested in it is you can type in why the my pillow guy could be dangerous to democracy. Yeah, I know. Like every every time I get on, there's some news story. It seems like every week or so, there's another story about him. Like apparently, this guy's just you know Hitler with a pillow, according to the media. <laughs> that like he's just going to come to your house instead of the Gestapo. It's going to be the pillow police. And they're just going to just hold you down and apparently smother you to fucking death with a my pillow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they want. That's the way they're painting. Well, here, here's here's what I here's what I think. Okay, is is this Mike Lindau guy? He's pretty much just like an American average Joe guy who uh, made somebody of himself at some point in his life, right? And yeah, I, I the way the story I, once, like he came from nothing and started the whole my pillow thing. Like he came from failed venue like he was almost bankrupt or something when he started it he came from nothing and now he's fucking loaded yeah well you know here's the thing that i'd like to point out is because he's questioning the legitimacy of the election and he wants transparency for the audits and he wants the results to be public and he you know because he wants all these things they're trying to paint him like he's like he's a problem within our system okay they're trying to paint him like like he's causing waves but in my mind it's quite the opposite i think that people that say hey we need to make sure this election was fair and free i think that they are doing quite the opposite of of destroying democracy i think that they are protecting it Because they are the ones yeah, that yeah. say we demand proof because we see some things that look irregular and we want to make sure this is on the up and up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So Miss Lady Bomber says right now code monkey Z is on live at the synopsis, but Big Tech is trying every which way to shut him down in real time. It's been off and on like that for the last few hours. You know, we've openly caught at this point right now the government colluding with Big Tech with Google, Facebook, YouTube. We've caught the Biden administration lying to us numerous times. So at what point are we going to say, oh, man, maybe this is hurting our country? Hey, Mr. A, welcome. Hope you're doing well. You see what I'm getting at? At what point do we, we say, all right, Obviously, the people who are in charge got there by malicious intent, and they are obviously being paid by foreign entities that do not have America in priority to harm America, and we need to remove them from that spot. Because look at how much had to come out over Kumo, bro. You feel what I... Look at all this fucking shit that the humans needed 
and they didn't even rip him out of office. He just finally stepped down. You think Biden's going to step down? Oh, hell no. I don't. Hell no. Fuck no. Fuck no. He ain't going to. Hey, Jill, hope you're doing well. Biden's never going to. He's not going to step down, and neither is Kamala. We see how Nancy Pelosi's running the House. Could you only imagine how she would run the country if she stepped into VP position? It's scary. You know, we talked the other day about one of these politicians, how they were called out because they were screaming about defunding the police, but they had hired... A private security detail. And when they got called out, they didn't even deny it. They said, oh, well, my life's important because I'm doing important work and I get death threats. My life's more important than yours. It sucks. That's what I heard. Pretty much. <laughs> and... To me, that's not how it's supposed to work here in America. Like, we're all supposed to be equal, right? Like, we're all supposed to get the same amount of safety guaranteed. We're all supposed to get the same amount of rights. We're all supposed to be held to the same laws at the same amount. Am I, am I wrong on that? Or is that, like, still what, we, is that what we're doing? I forget. It certainly doesn't feel like it, does it? I don't know how equal we are anymore. So, Mike Lindell's been getting a little slandered. Well, I say a little slandered. He's being painted as a traitor to his country, basically. Um, by the left, the normal people of the left-wing propaganda media machine. Okay. <laughs> and, um, and whew, that thundercloud hit me right in the lungs. <laughs> And um, here's the thing, is they started doing this about four days ago. So it's kind of one of those things, like if you look at how things are unfolding, they tell them, oh, guess what? We're going to expose the naughty thing you did. And then they start bracing the public, the left-wing media machine, for by indoctrinating them, essentially going, oh, this guy right here, he's just trying to rip democracy apart. He's an enemy of the nation. He's hes trying to tear America down. When, in fact, what he's doing is, is he's saying, um, I think that maybe the elections, they weren't as secure as everyone thought. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff about the election center, and so have you. And we've specifically looked into Dominion voting systems and, you know, the electronic part of the voting and the mail-in part of the voting. And, you know, the, the thing that really pissed you off, I remember, when you because you're a little bit more technologically intelligent than I am. Uh, the thing that really pissed you off when you were looking into the electronic part of the voting system, you told me these motherfuckers have access to the internet. You remember when you told me that? Yeah. The voting machines should be completely, they should be their own completely segregated, closed, offline system. The only reason you would want it online is you plan to do something you're not they were contractually yeah. obligated yeah. to have them offline because of what 
having it online represents. Have it never show up. Like you can completely fuck the system, and nobody would ever. Because the develop, like the people that write the program, could literally fuck you over. No one's going to be able to get into their private data to basically say, "Hey, look, they fucked with something." Oh, there's no evidence. It was it was just a system update. You know, and then magically a bunch of folks come in for Biden, which weren't there originally. Well, it's just like when when we stayed up that night, and we were watching the votes get counted. A whole bunch of swing states locked down the vote count pretty much all around the same time. Like, oh, there's a reason we can't keep going with votes. And it was pretty heavily in Trump's favor. And me and you, you know, because we're smart, we just hung around for a few hours. You know, they didn't, you know, they didn't start back is what they told us. And then I, being the little bitch that I am, was like, center called me and wake me up in an hour or two. And then in an hour or two, you called me and you're like, well, you shouldn't have went to bed. And I was like, why? And you said, oh, Biden's winning now. And I said, what? You remember? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Real Patriots voice says, my pillow CEO and conservative superstar Mike Lindell has a higher net favorability than Alexandria Ocasa Cortez. I can't believe I said her name right. Good job, Dark Bear. <laughs> According to a new poll, <laughs> Lindell also rated higher than former Governor Andrew Cuomo and Senator Lindsey Graham. According to a new economic economist, you go, you gov poll. Uh, I did the first part really well, but then I just butchered the shit out of the second part. Did you see? Well, the, I'm a listen. I'm a demonic bear. I'm not graceful. Look at how big I am. Grace is not something I'm known for. You know what I am known for? Eating demons. Mm, you smell that sweet demon blood in the air. I've been biting some nasty creatures out there in the dark. Hey, you know how it is. You know, they, they cry out. They try to deceive. Yeah, it's a fun time. But in the end, it always falls silent because it's just not true. It's a deception. And, you know, we're seeing, while I'm watching these uh, things dealing with uncovering the election results, it seems like, um, that from what they're saying, Trump won a lot of these states that they claim that he lost and that somebody got into the systems and fucked around with the voting. Well, no, he didn't. Didn't you know that all the auditing accounts all got banned by Twitter, thus there's no evidence? Oh, so that must mean there was no crime. <laughs> exactly. Twitter says it didn't happen. Twitter's well, never listen. wrong. You got, you got to listen to Jack Dorsey. That guy, he knows his stuff, right? Even though he looks like a fucking bum. I mean, I'm just saying. I wouldn't eat Jack Dorsey if my life depended on it because he looks like he has Jack taken Dorsey a, a bum. Yeah, I just bum. called him a bum. <laughs> Look at him. Bum? 
Like he he's, yeah, he sports that fake ass lumberjack beard, but I bet you he's never actually looked at a tree and not went. Ugh. Dude, I bet, I bet that he has the softest hands. Probably like silk. So, needless to say, um, they've they've been doing a lot of this revealing with the election stuff and the revealing with <coughs> why it is significant that some of these election uh, machines, these voting machines that were electronic, had access to the internet. Because like you said, you would assume that when it comes to voting, you don't want that to have access to the internet for the simple thought process of, oh, well, they can't even keep hackers out of a fucking pipeline. Oh, yeah, there's that, too. There's, I'd seen earlier, hold on, where was it? Let me see if I can find this. There was another fucking hacker attack. Uh, ransomware hacker group has hit NYSE listed consulting multinational hacker threatens to publish stolen data. So that shit's still Ooh, happening in back. But I had to go to like a really obscure source to get that shit. I got you. Like no media is actually coming up with it. You'd think that would be worrying. Apparently not. You would think that that would be worrying. Exactly. Exactly. But they, but they don't want you to know that. They don't want you to know the people in charge. It's not the fact that they're incompetent. They're doing exactly what they want. They want chaos. Because if things get so chaotic, they can start to establish their own rule. Did y'all watch his symposium yesterday? The what? The thought of symposium. Uh, I don't think I've seen it yet. Tell me about it, real patriots. Well, look at my, they're showing the evidence they have, and they, the experts found out that China was involved in hacking the system, and George, George Soros is paying top officials to keep quiet. And that, and that goes back to the thing of saying we used to understand that we wanted people who couldn't be bought in charge. Because by putting people in charge that could be bought, well now people like, like you said, like George Soros or China or numerous other entities that are not friendly to the United States or our way of life or our belief Okay, they can just buy those people in power and then change how things here are ran. Now, here's the part that makes things really complicated for them. is people like me and you and Center and Full Spectrum, they give a shit. And everyone in here that gives a shit about your, your country, about your history, your heritage, your freedom, your children's freedom. That's the part that where things get sticky. 
Agree. And that's because people like us, well, when we start to see things happen, we start to speak up, right? That's that's our immediate reaction is, oh, well, we got to... We... <laughs> We got to do something. This is stomping on our rights. This constitutional doesn't match up with what's going on. It's kind of like why they're trying to cause so much social pressure for people to go and get a vaccine and why they're starting to implement in other parts of the world. Like I seen a video in France. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet or not. I've seen a couple of videos from a few places around the world. Um, the one that's easiest to find is the one from France. And where people, where police officers are going through restaurants and checking people's medical cards for the vaccinations to make sure that they're allowed to be there. And they're going to normalize that all around the world. That's why they know that's why they're trying to normalize it in New York and in California, because the rest of the world looks at New York and California and says, oh, this is what. America's doing because that's the way Hollywood and media has presented it is what the normal is in New York and in California is the normal across the board. So they see that happening in New York and California. If they think, oh, well, America's doing it, so we're going to allow it. And then it starts to get enforced all around the world slow, but sure. All right. And then it'll change into, well, everybody else all around the world can do this. Why is it so fucking hard for, for us to do this? Another thing, when I suppose you they did, they uh, pulled up a certain county and say, like, that county had 118 year olds that voted. And they had, say, 1,030 year olds voted and so on. Each county had a exact same number of aged people who voted. That seems suspicious. Yeah. That seems sus as hell, doesn't it? There's a lot of things with it that seems suspicious as fuck, doesn't it? Like, oh, well, that looks abnormal. And even people who have followed politics for a really long time say, oh, things, this seems abnormal. This doesn't seem uh, this doesn't seem normal. And see, here's the thing is, if you haven't followed politics for more than like 10 years, you don't really know what a normal political running is, do you? Because all you've seen is this fucking shit. So circus that it's been since Obama's been in office. A little bit before him. It's been a slow trickle effect congressman here, a senator there, a judge here, a lawyer there. And over time, you start to make an intricate web of resources. You know, people call it networking now, right? That's what they tell you. If you want to be good at business, your first move is to network. Get in with people that do what you do so that they can help you to do it right that's the idea right real patriots so i mean so think about it if you wanted to steal an election how would you do it well i would assume that you would get in with people that are going to be dealing with things that could potentially directly influence election like i don't know maybe get in with the big tech company that's dealing with all the 
electronic voting system units. Yeah. I mean, am I? I mean, think about it, real patriots. How often have we seen somebody like Hillary Clinton or or a or a Democratic person get called out on something really nasty, and then either a that person immediately withdraws the statement because uh, <coughs> something said to him from behind the scenes, or they die. Yeah. Like, look at Epstein. And you think that you think that? Let's just hypothetically say that somebody did steal an election. Hypothetically speaking, don't you think? that that would be a secret they would guard above all other secrets because it would be an act of treason against America. Yep. Like, I mean, let's think about it. I mean, like, having a sexual scandal politically, you can recover from, right? We've seen it happen. Snorting crack cocaine or whatever, politically, you can recover from that, right? We've seen it happen. How, how strong do you think the recovery curve is for an act of treason against the American people, deliberately harming your country, your representatives, so that you can make a dollar? Boy, I imagine that that would just be quite damning to a po political career, a treason charge. Oh, my God, it'd be over. It's a wrap. Oh, so Boom, right, it's right done. Up, You're finished. Yeah. Take a seat. You're fucked. Just sit down. Yeah. Well, you don't well, these, need... These modern, these modern communists, that might be what they want. Oh, you don't believe in America? You're a tra you're a traitorous assbag? Oh, you're exactly what we want. You're perfect. Well, I mean, it kind of seems that way because, you know, like Mike Lindell, um, he, he's for the most part, pre-patriotic guy, you know what I'm saying? And he speaks his mind, you know, and I'm sure that there will be things that I don't agree with him on because he's a human, you know. But for the most part, I like Mike Lindell. He seems like a pretty straightforward fella, all right? However, if you watch any of, of the left-wing media machine talk about him in the last four or five days leading up to all this, Oh, man, they're just talking about how he just is like the worst thing for America ever. Satan incarnate with pillows. And anyone. <laughs> with pillows, <laughs> by the way. You won't listen pillows. to his tempting offers of soft, pillowy goodness when you want to lay your head. Don't listen to that. It's actually Don't. a double sport. It's going to you know, put a demon, you know, demon dick in your ear. Keep the ticket right there, bro. Listen, don't, don't listen to Mike Lindell's sweet patriotic pillow talk, okay? It's to lull you into a full security. <laughs> I mean, for, but on a for real note, you know, I think that the reason that they're attacking him is because he's saying something that they don't like. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
we see that time and time and time again. You know, Trump did an amazing job. You are fake news. No, I will not talk to you because you're horrible people. You're fake news. Next question. Trump did an amazing job at pointing those people out, didn't he? And really exposing. Somebody did that shit to CNN every fucking time they got up there. Did it to CNN constantly. And then, hey, it turns out, oh, CNN might be a pile of shit. Oh, look at that. Who would have guessed? Oh, look at that. Trump was right. Hmm. Who'd have thunk it? Who would have thunk <laughs> it? Exactly. But see, that's the thing is, you know, I once heard an old saying when I, many, many moons ago, when I was but a young cub, an elder came to the dark bear in the woods before he had been tainted by the demonic The only part of my brain just went, when he was a young warthog. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me, he told me, quite simply, he said, hell is a truth that is realized too late, young one. And I, and I, that stuck with me for my whole life. It will go to me with my grave because I think that it's true. Hell is a truth that is realized too late. Apply it to any circumstance. Like perfect example. Let's say your wife's cheating on you and your friends tell you, oh man, I seen your wife just dick slapping like crazy at a party. And you're like, nah, I don't believe it. And then the evidence start really piling up and you know, she dick slapping every weekend for months or whatever, right? And then months down the line, you find out, oh, everything was true. Well, man, she's been dick slapping for months at this time. You have definitely <laughs> kissed a couple dicks. Oh, man, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. You definitely got down on a few dick bags, bud. Sorry. Yeah. It's the fucking, this is the way of the world, my friend. Hell is a truth realized too late, my friend. Now apply it to a fucking politician and it's a hundred thousand times worse, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah, at this uh, cyber symposium, Mike Lindell laid down $5 million on the table for anyone to prove him wrong. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Boy, that's serious money right there. Fuck yeah, it is. That's how you know he ain't fucking around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, is there are things afoot. There's a storm brewing on the horizon. And I think the humans are starting to be able to smell that mist in the air. They can hear the wind-up of that lightning in the distance. And it's scaring them awake. I see more and more coming out of the fog, going... Oh, God, what the fuck is going on? It looks like America's on fire. Please tell me this is a bad, bad dream. And I go, oh, I know you're, fr I know you're afraid now, friend, but come to the campfire because things are only about to get much, much more scary. And in retrospect, that's kind of where we are in America because now... One of two things is going to happen. The truth is going to bust out, and it's going to bust out in a really nasty, hard way. 
or that rainstorm's going to hit. And when it does, people are going to panic. Campfires are going to start getting snuffed out all over the woods. Places like this will become dangerous to lightning strikes. Don't worry, though. I've got a lightning rod right here, as you can tell. This lightning rod, well, it's enchanted by some of the best. Thanks, Full Spectrum. I appreciate you carrying it around the realms to get its blessings. Without a doubt. So when lightning hits our rod, it just fuels the campfire. So, we have to maintain that status quo of not being afraid to push for the truth, to demand it. Because the truth doesn't just waltz up and slap you in the face unless you're a really lucky individual. Let me tell you, I don't want to be around when luck runs out. Oh, I sucked up rainwater into my mouth just then. <clears throat> oh, heck, oh, disgusting. <clears throat> I just like the lightning and the cloud part. I don't like the rainwater part. <clears throat> I almost drowned just then. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> So I think it is a celebration that Kumo is stepping down because it shows that the Democratic Party, the extreme left, understands that their ranks have been weakened, that they have been exposed. Some of their big-time players, like, like uh, Ileana Omar, right? We talked about her a while back ago starting to catch charges about lying on her immigration papers and several, several other things. Okay, Kumo's not the only one that's catching charges. There's several Democratic people. It's starting to happen more and more, and the pace is picking up, almost like a ball of shit rolling down a shit hill. Now, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not catching that ball of shit. It's not going to happen. I'm not interested. I didn't make that ball of shit. I haven't been... A, corrupt piece of shit for a better part of, you know, a generation. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not putting my hands anywhere near that ball. Nope. <laughs> no, that's a Kepri thing. If they if they need help, they better call Kepri. Kepri likes to roll shit around. Dark bears don't. But, you know, Egyptian gods, they have morals as a warning to the extreme left. So it comes with a price. <laughs> oh, they might not like that. You know, I think that America has accepted at this point that the storm is coming, that it's happening. We see it. 
there's no denying the lightning in the sky. Or that haunting breeze that blows through these woods from time to time pushes the static clear. If only for a moment those wicked whispers are silenced and that static is lifted, everybody clearly blinks a few times before those trees start pumping that intoxicating fog back into the air. But look at how many people wake up every time a cleansing wind passes through. It's impressive, those humans really are. Just a moment of doubt is all it takes for them to open their eyes and go, Oh, what's happening? This isn't the way I remember things. We must have taken a turn for the worst. But I can't seem to remember where. And you know what I love about it? Is these, these extreme left are teaching these sheep how to have horns. And so they're teaching these sheep how to have horns against critical thinking and people. And when these sheep... They attack these critical thinking people a few times, and every now and then a critical thinker will be able to wake up one of these rams, as it were. And then these rams are so mad that they've been deceived, they take their horns, and you know where they turn? They turn directly on the people who deceived them, who gave them those horns. And then they show them just how useful those horns are. They really show them their true appreciation for giving them the ability to defend themselves against them. And we see that there's a lot of sheep out there that's got horns nowadays. But more and more so, that cleansing wind is pushing through and sheep are waking up, turning back into humans, wanting answers. And they don't like that. That's why they're causing so much chaos. That's why they're trying so hard to drive that line of division in fear. You know, an old saying is, if you can make someone fear you just enough, you'll own them. Because they'll never be brave enough to stand against you. Well... Government's doing a real good job at making people afraid, but I don't think that they're going to do such a good job that they won't stand up when the time comes. You would only push somebody so far before they start to fight back. That's right. We're already there. We're at that point. And it's going to be a reckoning. And not in a violent way either. I think it's going to be more... A, a more sophisticated style that they're not quite prepared for. 
I think so too. I think it's going to be much more elegant than than previous times in history when corruption was found to have obtained great power. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be the naysayer and say they've already been being violent with us for a long time now. Like, every time we try and take the peaceful route, they just get violent. Oh my and god, sadly, if that's true. If, if what Real Patriot just said down there in the chat is true, Center, I'm going to... Oh... I'm going to have a great afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they warrant out for the It's going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun day. Yep. There's warrants out for them. Arrest the shit bags. I want this to happen. I've never, listen, I've wanted a lot of things in my life. I remember when I wanted an Atari so bad. It was the coolest thing. Everybody had one. You weren't somebody if you didn't have an Atari. It didn't matter how old you were. All right. Yeah, I want here. this more than an Atari. Issues stay on restraining order, blocking arrest of House Democrats who fled, now allowing for arrest of Democrats who remain absent amid second special session. The longer they stay away, the worse it's going to get. Yeah. Oh, mm, I like the way that sounds. Does sound great. You know, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I uh, I found this thing a while back ago, and uh, you know, every now and then I pull it out and I open it up just to stir the emotions. And you know, something that I find quite interesting about this whole thing that they're doing right now is it, it deeply relies on people, for them to succeed, this extreme leftist tyrannical rule, for them to succeed, it deeply relies on people not being patriotic, which is the opposite of how most people are raised, right? We were all mostly raised to love our country, to be respectful of our country. We knew the debt that was paid for that fly, for that flag to fly. And we understood that that debt was a reoccurring one. It wasn't one that just you paid off and it went away. It was a endless fight. And now people are starting to realize what happens when you don't stand your ground. Especially against things like big, tyrannical, power-hungry people. And that's because uh, they are not going to tell you that they're big, tyrannical, power-hungry people until uh, it's too late. And you're fucked. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the end of it. 
Then they'll tell you. They're happy to tell you at that point. Oh, they have no by the problem. way, we totally fucked you. So hard in the ass that now it's a it's a wrap, like Reynolds. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thanks for playing. It's been fun. It's kind of like how China played real nice all the way up until they didn't need to anymore. And now that they don't need to anymore, they've built those brand new 250 missile silos that are nuclear capable. They have openly threatened Japan with nuclear weapons. They have openly said that they are going to take Taiwan back. <laughs> One way or another. Okay, they're not they're not looking to compromise or anything. They're making power play moves. That's how China's operating. You know what's happening here in America? Power play moves for your for your fucking freedoms. <laughs> For literally your choice on health, your health, several others, but that seems to be the hot button right now. You know, I think that guns are pretty under attack behind the scenes, but nobody really, every time I talk about guns, people are like, we get it, Dark Bear, we need guns. And I'm like, but do you get it? Do you understand how important they are? I'm not sure you do. Yeah. I don't think you understand just how important, like, every gun owner, you know what you should do? You should thank them for being a responsible gun owner and a patriot. Because those people are the people that stand between a tyrannical government and your freedoms. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Literally, that's why the four, the founding fathers, that's why they put that in the Constitution. As you'll notice, it's number two. It's right up there with number. It's right below number one. It almost came in number one, but they thought, you know what? Nah, it's going to nah. be number two. <laughs> Not quite. Yeah. We could do better. Yeah. Hey there, Crazy Town. Hope you're doing well. And so they, they foresaw, oh, eventually somebody's going to buy a politician. They're going to get into a power position. It's going to be a whole bunch of dirty play, tyrannical government, blah, blah, blah. But you know how we can stop that? Ah, we'll just give everyone guns. That way, when they start trying to make people do things that they shouldn't be allowed to make people do, people will be like, nah, I don't feel like that. Fuck you. Nah. Not, not my thing. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to pass. <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah, fuck it. Yeah. See, I don't need one of those firearms. You know, God. You know, he he gave me this shadowy smoke body, made me a big, huge demonic bear. Well, I kind of did the, the the demon part myself. Okay, I'm not perfect. Clearly. But I'm working on it, all right? I mean, I'm working. Look, like my good friend says, I'm trying to be better. And that's what counts, right? Yeah. <laughs> we all fall off the wagon from time to time. <laughs> you know, time to time. But it seems like these people... They've just abandoned the trail altogether. They have ran off into the woods without the rest of us, and they're just doing their own things. And they're, they're, 
very literally Jacqueline hiding the shit out of everybody. And it's scary because they hold a lot of power. A lot. Especially now that they've figured out, oh, well, if we all band together, we can do really super beneficial things for us. Because we don't answer to anyone anymore. Very true. So the only way things are going to get fixed is if we see things like politicians that have been in bed with China, politicians that have been doing anti-American things, politicians that have been deliberately stepping on people's constitutional rights, start going to prison. And I'm, t I'm telling you, if that happens, I'm... I might have a heart attack. <laughs> no. I'm rooting for these humans. I really am. Like, I want them to do the right thing, and I want them to step up. Because I've seen them in the past be quite brave. Facing down big, big beasts. Scary ones out there. Those humans, boy, I'll tell you what, their history, some of them, impressive. But... There are also some of them that are cowardly. They would sell out their own countrymen and women for quick pleasure or luxury, as it were. Hey, I appreciate that, real patriots. You know... Being a politician wasn't meant to be a luxurious job. It was meant to be a service, an honor. Right? Mm -hmm. Correct. It was meant to be treasured. A position that says, I am trusted by an enormous amount of people to come and represent their voice. And that was supposed to be an honor to hold that. You are a representative of the United States of America's Congress or Senate or whatever, right? It's supposed to be a, an honor that held something with people, made it to where people weren't easily bought. Like, do you know who you're talking to? I'm a fucking U.S. congressman. You can't buy me. I'm going to bring you up on charges. You're in deep trouble, mister. But that's not how things are nowadays. And we need to start balancing that back out. We need people to understand that being a Congress man or woman or being a senator, a representative of the people, that's... That's a position for honorable people, not for cowards. That's a position for people who can't be bought even when times are tough. Because that's when evil comes. They don't come in the good times because they know you don't need them. They wait until you're down and you're desperate. They want to make sure 
that they are your first choice when you're desperate. Now, a lot of us, we talk a lot about morality and whatnot here. And we do that because it deals with politics deeply. You know, how you, your morality will judge how you feel about things. Your morality will say how empathetic you are toward people. It's a lot to do with politics, morality, right? And... I think that used to politicians were pretty scrutinized by their actions like oh used to if you cheated on your wife and you were a politician used to oh that's it your morals are questioned My you're out of office everything would be called into question at that point mm-hmm. and it's not like that anymore you can do whatever you want and then you know, you're in it for the long haul now. You're screwed. Yeah. And and see, I think that should be different, man. Because people like when they're when they're in big time positions of power like that, they're not everyday average Joes. They don't get as much leniency as we do. Like, oh well, I'm a scumbag. Who cares? Like, no, no, no. We care a lot because you run things, asshole. Right. <laughs> It would the equivalence would be like like saying, "Oh well, I'm the bus driver, but I'm blind. Who cares? Oh well, I care if I'm riding on that bus, especially if there's any sudden drop-offs anywhere around. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely right. Now, used to America had this nice big cushion that we we had built up." culturally over years and years and years but that cushion has been slowly being deflated over years and years and years now we are seeing lines of division being drawn in our society racially culturally religion uh do you like country music do you like rap uh every way that they can drive division they're doing it and what's funny is, is a lot of people nowadays, they don't even really follow politics. What they do is, is they listen to what they call social influencers, which I think is hilarious because these humans are so easily manipulated. It's like I can throw a lollipop out there and find three humans immediately. But normally the fourth human's like, ah, a lollipop just suddenly appearing. I should question that. Seems too good to be true. <laughs> But the other three humans, oh, they, they go right to the lollipop. It's a fun game. But my point is, is that with social influencers, they tell you exactly what their purpose is. It's to influence society. Used to, you didn't see big companies, and you did. it was super rare that you would see, like, um a musician or someone like that get politically involved. And the reason was is they didn't know where their audience stood. And what if a majority of their audience felt differently than they did? Boom. Guess what? They're back to peasant status. 
But now things have changed, haven't they? People don't seem near as afraid to to say their political leanings unless it's a certain side of the aisle. And then they're like, oh, man, I got to be kind of quiet because there's a lot of these liberals around. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, Senator? Like I might, I might just get stuck up on a cross by these fucking weirdos. Yeah. And who wants to? Who wants to? Who wants to run that risk? Very few people. You know, you have some people out there in the world, like me and like you, Center and Full Spectrum, and real patriots and slightly serious, who they don't, they don't want the conflict, but they're definitely not afraid of the conflict. I thrive in conflict, and I hate it. To no end, but but thrive in the environment. I know that feeling. Damn right. Like being the calm inside the storm. <laughs> yeah. You know, I uh, I tell people all the time, people are too quick to anger nowadays. Anger makes you act irrationally. It doesn't give you a clear thought process. See, people think that anger can empower them. And it can, but it can also blind them at the same time. And so that's, that's why I'm real careful with getting angry. Sinner is the same way. He's a lot more uh, articulate when he's angry, though. I'm a little bit more beast-like. <laughs> that can happen. That can happen to everybody, the best of us. Some of us are generals, and some of us are warriors. Very true. Everybody thinks that they're a general nowadays, but sadly, there are very few leaders nowadays. Very few people understand what it takes to be a, a good leader, as it were. They want the, the power, the fame. They want those parts, but they don't want the responsibilities that come with being a leader. It's like Kumo. He wants the power and the fame, grabbing tits and, and running by pools, whatever, powerful people do nowadays who knows isn't Hugh Hefner dead didn't he die they don't go there anymore I'm sure <laughs> yeah what the fuck so, so that's that party's over right so I guess now they hang out at their own pools very true there's no Playboy Mansion anymore so uh, get to step in that's right Big Daddy Hugh's gone. <laughs> Better find a new Although clubhouse. he will be remembered forever. Oh, yeah. That man was, was a gem. You know, I think that heading into the winter months, we're going to see a lot of fluctuation within our political system. A lot. I mean, sharp fluctuations up and down. I think some real hardcore accusations are going to get thrown. And I think we're going to start, because like I said, 
once they started slapping people with charges, they'd just be one after another. It'd be a domino effect. Now that's starting to take place. It's just one after another domino effect. Charges, charges, charges. <laughs> and they're starting... It and is they're gonna, real, bro. Like, what? It's crazy. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, is now... As soon as they start, grab everybody. What was it, Center? Go ahead. I said, let's grab AOC, let's grab Pelosi, let's just grab them all up. You know, Fauci with his blanket net, kidnap them all in the middle of the night. Bam, courtroom. Yeah, I love that idea. Give them no no time for prep. Because you know, let's let's what they pulled on uh, Giuliani. Yeah. It's good enough for Giuliani, right? Why not? Why is it not good enough for them? Mm-hmm. They spied on the Trump campaign. If they won't release all the Fauci's emails, unless they're, you know, certain ones are redacted. It's always good enough for us, but not good enough for them. No quarter given to these half-assed people. I think that soon we're going to start seeing these media machines crank up saying how people, just like they're doing to Mike Lindell, people that are trying to drop these charges and hold some of these these dirty politicians accountable for what they can get them on, we're going to start seeing them trying to paint these individuals the exact same way they're trying to paint Mike Lindell. I think he's the warm-up. He's the pregame, as it were. Because you want to make sure a machine works right before you use it big time, right? Absolutely. Like, you know, you use a machine in a little spot and do a little bit, make sure everything's working right, all the gears are in place, all the cogs are twisting right. And then you crank it up and really give it the RPM after you know everything's working Right. And I think that the, when they really crank it up and give it to RPM is going to be when a lot of this election stuff starts coming out and getting more and more uh, attention. And these charges start coming out and getting more and more attention. And I think that when we see the machine start spinning up, it will be all... These people are a threat to democracy. They're trying to remove all these people from power. And they're just doing it because it's a tyrannical power grab. And they will try to paint the picture of what they're doing as w what the people who are actually removing the corruption as doing. It's kind of the thought process of, well, if I get to mom and I tell her first, she'll believe me. Hmm. Yeah. Does that make sense? I mean, I know it's extremely childish thought, but keep in mind, these are humans that we're talking about here. No, it makes sense for sure. And that makes it an extremely dangerous situation because you're going to have one side that has facts 
So they're going to feel very opinionated and, and they are going to feel very empowered because they're going to know what they know is true. And then you're going to have another side that's arguing unicorns are real. And people are going to get tired of arguing that real fast. Real quick. It's kind of like how long can you debate with somebody that gravity's real before you get mad? You're like, you know what? I can't help you anymore. You're just <laughs> That's stupid. enough, dummy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'll tell, I'll be honest with you. My threshold for that's pretty low. Like uh, I ask people certain questions to tell how intelligent they are and how open-minded they are to things. And if they fail, I'm like, okay, well, I hope you have a lovely life. And I move on <laughs> because that person, you don't know, they could be, they could very well know the truth and choose to ignore it. And that does happen. You know, it's just like back when communism was a scare back in the day. There were people in America that thought that it was better off red than dead. They would rather be communism than die. Hey, I appreciate that real patriot's voice. Much love, brother. And and these are the these are seeds that were sown generations ago into our culture. And now we're just now seeing them start to bloom. I know you guys are you going to get some water, Center? No, my son just came in. To, he's, oh. he's been after uh, like fruit juices and shit, so I can mix them in with my smoothies a little bit if they get too thick. So he came oh, in and he's trying to get some more. He just had some. Don't drink all my juice. Have some water. Water's good for you. He said, go for the water. Soon California's going to deprive you of it. Yeah, that too. That too. He said that too. I forgot about that. <laughs> hey there, Spanky. Right now, we can't even get fucking, like, you know, all, the, all these PC Master Race motherfuckers out there. You can't have custom PC shipped, pre built PC shipped to California. Because the power oh, stuff. Along, along with the water being contaminated with lead. And the water being unstable as it is, well, now you just, you know, if you want to be PC Master Race in California, well, <laughs> sucker. <laughs> oh, and you know, part of California is still on fire, by the way. Is it still burning? It's still on fire. Wow. You guys are going for a record, huh? At this rate, like we're not even going to be able to live in Southern California because the rest of the state's going to light itself on fire and burn to the fucking ground. Like, bro, California is in deep trouble. There, you guys' economies in in the shithole. You guys are doing the universal basic income, which is going to cause superinflation. You guys are having problems with water management. It's just problems all the way around. You guys are having problems with cops because of all it's the so fucking... Out here. 
Oh, and the fact too, I just heard the other day that now we're having uh, now the uh, Hollywood liberals are moving to Texas because Austin and most of the like Austin, Houston, most of the major cities in Texas have now flipped from red to blue. Yeah. Well, look at why. Look at everything that's happening. Look at everything that's happening. Why do you, why do you think things are starting to flip real fast to red? Because the pendulum is now swinging back in the opposite direction. People are starting to panic. They're starting to see a lack of police, and they're starting to see a huge rise in crime. Like center, I bet it's a, I bet it's a fucking like I bet when you go to the grocery store, you have to really think: Do I want to take my kids with me? Potentially, somebody could ride past me on a bicycle with a trash bag, stealing a bunch of shit. I mean, I haven't seen that shit here in San Diego, thank God. But you know, that's why I'm happy. I don't live in uh, San Francisco. But they want that to be the normal across the country, dude. They want that to be normal. They want they they. I cannot believe that defund the police is still gaining traction, and that these that some that these Democrats are still pushing defund the police while saying openly it's Republicans' faults. It makes no sense. It makes me so fucking mad. Of course, it's, it's just like fault. that. Democrats can do no wrong. Are you insane? They can do no wrong. They are arbiters of good and justice, didn't you know? They like to touch your women folk and oppress <laughs> black people. But that's okay. Because the Democrats. Hey, listen, I was good. just. I was just filling that tit to make sure it was real for you, it was for your safety. I wanted to make sure you were an actual authentic woman, like, and that, that was the only way I could do it. Just got to get in Listen, there. Listen, I get was a just hand. giving you a mammogram test. I wanted to make sure there wasn't anything bad. <laughs> there we go. Right. That's it. That's I, it. Hey, you welcome to the campfire, I was, I was sir. Hey, what's going on, homies? Oh, just oh, up just here, up. shooting the shit for the last half end of the show, laughing about all the political rhetoric that's going on. How about yourself, sir? Hey, I was I was listening to the whole defund the police and and uh, an officer that shall not be named uh, was telling me that uh, he was in the process of arresting a, a gang member here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, his mama came out and started fighting with the officer. And then, you know, of course, the neighborhood gets involved, blah, blah, blah. Well, this kid was wanted. He slid in another kid's throat and uh, he was wanted. They finally got him. But in the meantime, his big brother comes out and and uh, is also a big gang member, and he's like, "This is why we don't need the police. This is you know, y'all out here causing trouble. Y'all, we don't need you. We don't need you." And this officer looked at that guy and he says, "Yeah, you remember that when your mama's getting raped and your sister gets your tits cut off, you don't call us. You call your homeboys." That's right. That's and, right. Uh, shut him up pretty quick. Pretty quick. <laughs> That's right. But I mean, that's crazy when you think about it, Spanky. That that somebody would be wanted. Okay, and a cop doing his job, trying to get a scumbag off the streets, would have to worry about being persecuted for doing his job. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty scary right now. 
Yeah. Like who? I'm glad I got out of it when I did because uh, after I got shot and I went to court with the guy and they gave the guy probation for attempted murder and a police officer. They gave him probation. And as he's walking by me in the courthouse, he makes a little hand gesture like a gun and kind of goes, shoot, shoot, and winks and walks off. And I thought, man, I'm done with yeah. this. My life ain't worth this shit. And, and that's glorified criminal in this fucking reason nowadays. It's disgusting. Yeah. Yep. That guy should have spent the rest of his life behind bars. You know, I don't know if you've seen the show Spanky where I discussed there up in New York, there was a fella um, who had killed a cop uh, execution style while robbing a bar um, mm -hmm. when he was about 16, 17 years old back in the day. And now he's on the board for police reform in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Oh my we, God. We all officers by just putting a bullet in all of them. I well, think. While we're at it, why don't we just go ahead and put Manson's followers in Congress? I mean, it only makes sense. <laughs> Jesus. At the rate we're going, you know, this is the thing: is people, police serve a very important role within our society. Okay. Right. I, I think that I always say a lock only keeps an honest man honest because if somebody wants to get past that lock, they'll find a way. Right. Period. That's how it is. They'll find a way, right? So I kind of apply that same thought process to the police, okay? A police officer just keeps an honest man honest, right? Right. Because like people like me and you – we get mad too sometimes, but you know why we don't go beat somebody's fucking head in with a rock? Because we're like, right. oh, well, we'll go to prison. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, and so, and so, you know, that, that is a big stop gap right there between, um, you know, the thought process of, oh, look, a rock and, oh, prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is. If it's, you know, maybe they're wired wrong, or or maybe it is their upbringing. But I don't understand how one can, hit, well, using what you said, one can look at a rock. We look at it as a rock, no big deal. Another one looks at it as, oh, a way I can crush my neighbor's skull. I don't, I I don't know what happens in their mind. I don't know the process. Well, they don't get their way, and it makes them mad. Yeah, that's so and, sad. But think about it. I mean, how often do you hear that? Why'd you when they when they ask why'd you do it in court? They go, oh, I was mad. I was right. temporarily insane because I was overcame by rage and I couldn't control myself. Yeah, and the I couldn't control. The excuse I've ever heard for that is with pregnant women, because in some states you can actually get murdered by a pregnant woman and it's legal because of the hormones. And the I couldn't control myself excuse has been applied now across the board because now everyone goes, well, what if it was me? What if I was in that situation? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. What, what he just said makes sense. So what I'm going to do is being the large individual I am with chesticles, next time I kill somebody, I'm going to tell them I identify as a pregnant woman, and it must have been the hormones. Ah, genius. And yeah, they can't yeah. say no. They can't say shit. They can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I might be trans. This might be my case. Yeah, this is 2021. Don't, hey, 
Don't mansplain your hate on me. I'm pregnant. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm an emotional wreck right now. Okay, I'm in my third trimester. All right. You ever carry around a bunch of demon cubs? Not pleasant. If you look at me, you would think six trimesters. So I don't know if that's six gonna work. Shit. For a while now. But I think I really do think that with these people starting to catch charges the way they are, and them on the right ramping up, like look at the election, look at the election, look at the election. I think we're really going to see the media machine start really cranking yeah. toward people who look at the election are damaging to America and what we represent. And I think it should be quite the opposite because I think that if you question the election, you're trying to make sure that the election is free and fair, which would be exactly what America stands for, right? Exactly, exactly. So I really think that that's the direction we're going to see the media take things, sadly. We'll see. Now, uh, Tucker Carlson, he's been getting a little ballsy with information lately. Like, I imagine he's probably been getting a little reprimanded at Fox, but because he's such a big name, they can't just get rid of him. Because mm -hmm. Tucker, Tucker Carlson's more than just a mouthpiece. He's a personality. Guys, I got, I got his mouth, a while. It's been an uh, absolute pleasure being up there with you, gents. Hey, full spectrum. Much love and respect, sir. You have a wonderful day. Be safe out there while you're jumping between those realms. Yeah, you yes, sir. It, yes, sir. Right be back safe. at you, too. Mm -hmm. But I really do, I really do see things heading in that general direction, which is sad because it's it's the opposite of the truth. Because somebody that wants to make sure that elections are free and fair, they're gonna they're gonna demand proof that they are free and fair. And when that proof doesn't add up, they're gonna call bullshit inevitably. Right? That's what you yeah. do if it doesn't add up, is you call bullshit. Absolutely. I mean, we, we've been calling bullshit on this election for a while now, and yet nothing's really happening. So, I think now... Them being bullshit, and then they're just like, fucker, shut up. But, but actions speak louder than words, and look at all the shit that they went right in when they gained power with the election, and immediately undone that deliberately hurt the country like a scorned child trying to teach you a lesson by yeah, breaking yeah, one yeah. of their toys yeah that's selfish shit you know what I, I don't care what it does to everybody else as long as it pisses you off mm -hmm. and that's showing America even though it's hurting us you know what sometimes you need to suffer a little bit to get uncomfortable enough to do something right Sometimes the campfire needs to get a little hot in order for you to back away from it and say, maybe I'm standing a little too close to this fucking hot piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because you get comfortable. You're warm. It's nice glow. Ah, uh, the sound of the crickets. Why would you want to get up and move? But if that campfire starts breathing on you, you're like, oh, fuck this. I got to move back. 
We've all had it happen before. The winds shift, and you're like, oh, <laughs> smoke right in my face. Can we, just, think, can we just let the purge happen? I mean, can we just do it one time? Oh, man. The, see, that's the scary thing about the purge is, is the I idea of the the strong will survive, and let me tell you, the people that are are uh, BLM and Antifa, not that strong. Oh no! Oh no! Not that strong. You know the people that are going to work every day that are starting to get real pissed off with cities burning down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like to refer to it as the sleeping giant. Yes, sir. Because that's three quarters of America. You get up, you drive your car to work, you have a family, you're just trying to live your life. You want your kids to be brought up the way you want your kids to be brought up. Right. And when people start fucking with that, that, that wind shift and blow smoke in your face... Your eyes water. And at first, the reaction is like, oh, I can sit here and the winds will blow back by themselves, right? We've all made that mistake, too. Don't tell me we haven't. Like, oh, if I just sit here for a couple more minutes, the smoke will start blowing in the other direction. I just got to wait it out. Then it just blows more. And then you get embers on your lap. And you're like, oh, God damn it. Now I'm on fire. <laughs> Yeah, that's how that happens on the daily. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But inevitably, that uncomfortability will serve its purpose. And I think that it is starting to serve its purpose with things like gas prices going up, things like uh, the eviction uh, bill or whatever they call it, mandatorium or whatever, the eviction thing. Yeah, yeah more volume. Yeah. yeah, that being extended. All right. And because that helps certain people, but deeply harms other people. Well, let me tell you, I work for a mortgage group and uh, it's horrible right now. It is god awful horrible. And, and the ones I feel sorry for, are the legit ones that can't work that were behind six months, seven months. And, you know, you can't catch that up. There's no way in hell you can catch that up. So they know they're looking at inevitably losing their homes. Um, And it's a sad deal. It is a real sad deal. And nobody wants to wants to help them other than keep extending it, which is doing more harm than good. Yeah. Because it's just digging deeper. Yeah. Digging deeper. You know, me and center had a theory you know we don't we we don't know that much about real estate and stuff but uh, have you ever heard of the ghost cities of china have you ever heard of those spanky no you might look it up sometime on youtube or duckduckgo ghost cities of china they're these big huge cities man like like skyscrapers the whole nine yards right but no one lives mm-hmm. in them because no one can afford to yep all right and it's, I, you know, I asked Sinner, I said, well, why would they do that? And he said, oh, it's to simulate growth. And I said, well, why do they just want to simulate? And he said, oh, because if you actually have real 
growth and people at the bottom have more power. So you simulate growth so it seems like you're growing and you don't have to give away any power. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. The city is well. The city is fully open. None of the people can actually live there. So technically, they're not really up. They're just kind of staying there. Well, you'll notice that homelessness is starting to become on the rise in America, and uh, there was a trend that where a lot of realty is being bought for more than asking price by certain realtor companies, right? And to me, it seems like a play to where they can own uh, where you live. You can't own where you live because they just won't sell it to you. They'll just rent it to you. Mm, yeah. And that changes things, right? Because you're you're a little bit more ballsy when you own what you live in because that's harder to take away from you. But when you rent, Absolutely. you just you just have to have a lease violation, right? Hmm. And that's a nasty fight in court to prove that is a it? huge nastiness. Yeah. And so what if, hypothetically speaking, just a few select realtor groups owned a majority of the property within the United States? All right. Hmm. Well, they, it would almost be like they monopolized that side of the industry as well. And then they could just lean on those few ones, kind of like they do big tech right now, right? I got you. I got you. Ah, it's a scary thought, isn't it? <laughs> oh, man. That's how China does things. And it's very effective. Check out ghost cities in China sometimes, Spanky. I think it'll pique your interest. Might give you something to kind of talk about sometime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just ghost cities, right? Yeah, just the, the ghost cities of China. You're looking for the, the big, empty cities that they'll have big buildings. They'll look like a normal city, man, but like they'll have a population of like maybe a hundred people. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's it's wild, man. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are winding down. We're getting ready to get our notice for the end of the show. Spanky, <laughs> thanks for calling in, brother. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Hey, I've missed the last couple of your shows, man. I missed you, and uh, I finally got back from the doctor in time to, to catch you today, so I just thought I'd check in. Hey, there you go. I hope you're doing well, man. hope doctor's appointment was fun. We're trying. <laughs> We're trying. trying? Oh, this oxygen dear. shit makes you feel silly, but it's all good. Hey, man, better to feel silly than sad, right? <laughs> <laughs> well... Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolutely wonderful time. And that's right. As always, at the end of the show, I'm going to make you suffer through some show plugs. And let me oh, tell God. you something. Speaking of spanky, if you want to have a good laugh, you better head over to Beans and Weenie Show because it's not just cooking. They're cooking with the funny shit over there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> they have a good time. You catch a little bit of news. I'll tell you what. They almost always wait for me to get there to tell the Olympics. I know you guys wait for me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know about that at all. You brought up the Olympics. Did you see the, that info I posted in the, in the dark woods? Yeah. China, China are some cheating little motherfuckers. That mm. They are... To try and prove that everybody where they find it, they're counting 
hair metal, but for Taiwan and other countries that are part of China, so that puts them ahead of us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're counting Taiwan's medals and <laughs> Japan's is to China's medals so that they can claim their head. Yeah, I've seen that story. <laughs> the goofiness of communism, right? <laughs> See, like they're, they're, that's how they're plotting against Taiwan. Like we're just we're just gonna come in. We're gonna take that medals. Your gold medal number It is our gold medal. Taiwan is China. And you do not forget. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Sinner, I'm always super grateful of you joining me at the campfire. You got any closing stuff before we head out, man? Any closing news that we might have skipped past for bigger things? Let me see. The CCCP to crack down on unhealthy karaoke songs. That's, that's definitely a big worry right now, right? China's Ministry of Culture and Tourism announced it would have it would form expert teams to compile a list of illegal songs, according to communist state media. Because that's <laughs> definitely the biggest thing they have to fucking worry about is karaoke idiots. Well, you don't want any of those pesky, you know, uh, patriotic songs being passed around that might expose how corrupt your Chinese Communistic Party really is. Wouldn't want any of those getting in the karaoke bar, right? <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. What was it, Sitter? There was one other ransomware. There's Pfizer, Modena shares are going down because now there's even more side effects. Well, U.S. Center for Disease Control, the CDC, is now recommending COVID-19 vaccinations to pregnant women based on new analysis. But they won't elaborate on what they actually found. But at the same time, that's also when Pfizer and Moderna are having new side effects. So, you know, we're going to start killing, killing people. Fuck it. Well, just, you know, that's long-term side effects. Don't worry. No one can be held accountable for it. They signed the paper, remember? Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute wonderful time around the campfire. We've talked about some news. We've celebrated some good stuff. We've talked about needing to be determined to keep fighting the good fight. We've had a couple oh, laughs along the way. I just found one that you're, you'll like this because your favorite person's involved. Hit me. Dr. Fauci, as quoted, I'm sorry, I know people must like to have their individual freedoms, but I think that we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. Well, you know, communists so, now recommended that you can just get fucked. Yeah, communistic so. trash would recommend that you know as uh, the emperor from Mulan in the cartoon once said no matter how loud the wind may howl the mountain cannot bow to it translation go fuck yourself 
<laughs> I love that. I always love that quote. <laughs> Translation: Go fuck yourself. That's right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to do a couple show plugs. We're going to wrap up out of here because our time is dwindling fast. If you want to go and you want to hear a smooth, patriotic voice tell you about some of the things that you're not hearing about on the news, go check out Real Patriots because he's not afraid to tell you about how Uncle Sam's got his dick out of his drawers. And he'll tell you in luxury. If you're looking for a little bit... If you're looking for a little bit more of a relaxed time and you're looking for some fun and some politics, go check out Pertry over there at Slightly Serious Shows. They have a great show. I go in there. I listen. Hey, I might even call in one day. You never know. You better be dropping by. You might catch me. You know, if you haven't done it yet, I don't know why. You better be going by Ralph Williams' show and sipping a cup of coffee, getting ready with him in the morning. That's where all the cool cats are that get up before the sun rises. Luckily, me and Sinner are still hunting. We're just starting to bed down when the sun's coming up. That's part of being a beast. You only need a couple hours sleep in order to hunt. And let me tell you something else. If you're looking for a laugh... Stop by the Beans and Weenie show because, boy, I'll tell you what, them guys get me chuckling. The Old Man Show with Dina, Joe, and Eric is a good, wholesome, family fun show. You got kids, you're looking for something you can share with them that's a good laugh and a good time that you can both enjoy. Go check out The Old Man with Dina, Joe, and Eric. Because I'll tell you what, it's hard to get much more wholesome than that. And I'll tell you. I think we could all use a little bit more of wholesomeness in our lives. A good feeling that you get from being a good person. So maybe, I don't know, when you're sitting around next and you got nothing to do, why don't you check out some of our friends on Podbean? You might like what you find. Well, Sinner, it's been a lovely time. Uh, Real Patriots, thanks for joining us. Everybody else that called in, thanks for calling in and giving us some some content, providing your two cents into the conversations and the laughs. We, it's always a wonderful time. Thanks for the shares and the support. And we'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same campfire. Sinner, you got any leaving statements, sir? No, it was a good one today. It was a good one. Productive. I enjoyed it. As uh, an honor, as always, Center. Uh, Real Patriots voice. Uh, you do you have a show today, sir? Uh, didn't have one planned, but we'll see what happens. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it from the man's voice himself. He might do a pop-up show. He might not. So you better keep an eye out, because only the lucky ones will get it if he does. Real Patriots, it's always an honor, sir. Thanks for fighting the good fight and stopping by and, and being supportive of the campfire. Brother means a lot. Anytime, brother. And I'll be around to share you a good word whenever I see you pop up and I'm around, sir. Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
It seems like the campfire is starting to burn low. And we all know that when the fire burns low and the light is dim, it's time for the dark bear in the center to go hunting. So be careful around camp, because those monsters enjoy hiding in the dark. We'll see you tomorrow.